Ready? Yes. My Dude, phone is on look, silent. Uh, you look extra delicious today. <laughs> you, what are you trying to do? You're going to get yourself in trouble. No. Don't. I'm getting older, so I'm trying to make myself feel younger. <laughs> yes. your bir- Oh, is that your way of mentioning? It's also my birthday week. Was that your way? My week is my birthday. Yeah, no, it's my birthday month. Yes, we, we always make a big deal for Renee's birthday. But this year, we're going to Miami together. Yes. Uh, with the family and yeah. Miss Dora. And I have a very special gift Ms. for Dora you. Miss Dora, too, because she's a Virgo as well. Oh, my God. Her birthday please. is a week after mine. Yes, with your Virgo BS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a, a... By the way, you look beautiful. Thank you. I feel out of sorts because I couldn't find my Captain Evil cup before we started today. So this is another one that she made for me. Oh, my gosh, dude. We're selling the um, crap out of those cups. We don't... We don't take them. But enough. I couldn't find mine. I well, lost we sold mine. It. We sold it. <laughs> Make some money. Make some free money. No, people love them, and, and people have been buying them. And we, we we usually take like ten with us on the road, and yeah. they, they're gone. They're not cheap. They're expensive. They're not cups. cheap. They're very expensive, but they are gone. Um, let's get the sponsors out of the way. Yes. I will do Aztec Chevrolet. Aztec Chevrolet. If you're looking for a vehicle, specifically a Chevrolet, specifically if you are south of Austin, give Aztec Chevrolet a chance. Yes. Because they are awesome people. I did go fishing with the owner last week, and he's just, God, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't want to embarrass him, but he's such a good man. And I, I don't want to, we, you know, we, you, you know, we had drinks together at the end of the night, and, you know, when, as, I guess as you get older, the things you talk about are your life and your family and you yeah. know and just he's just such a passionate man for his family yeah. and i just enjoyed his company and i i just really admired his passion for his family so i will leave it like that i don't want to embarrass him but uh he had a very very um beautiful story that he told me about his family and i just thought you know, I, I don't want to talk about it until I ask his permission yeah. if we're able to share. But just a beautiful man. Give them a chance because it is locally owned and operated by good folks. And Old Salt Coffee, we got to get you to sign up for the subscription. Yes. We had several messages of people saying, well, they don't have decaf. Oh, I didn't so, realize that because we, we want coffee strong. Yeah, we we're full unleaded. We go works. full leaded. We don't go unleaded. We go full leaded. <laughs> Um, but thank you for reaching out. Thank you for thinking of us. Thank you for saying, hey, I totally would get a subscription if they had um, decaf. So yeah. they don't have decaf. However, they have amazing coffee. Steve Trevino, our Trevino 10 is the code Old Salt Coffee, veteran owned and operated. Yes. And of course. And good old pick cherries. So we put together um, a really cool video. Well, I, I think we've already talked about it on the deal, but this was the first weekend that we actually tried the video, that we put it up before the show. The intro video before your theater tour. And I think people really, really liked it. And then we, we actually do a little pick cherry um, video for the fans yeah. or family to, um, to enjoy before I walk on stage. So I'm, I'm so looking forward to those of you coming to the theater shows. I'm really looking forward to it. I think I want to try the video in um, Miami. This weekend? Yep. I want to see what people think. I want to see people's reactions. Because, you know, the theater shows, I mean, I'm so far in the back in my green room. Uh-huh. I don't even hear it. 
So I didn't, oh, I didn't like get to see it. Oh, it's like people are filling in to right. the audience. Yeah. Because it plays for like, what, 35 minutes before the show starts? It's like 30 the minutes. Runtime? And then, yeah. um, well, and, and let's, you know, these people, we were talking about them. And they just made me an awesome t-shirt. Look at that shirt right there. Isn't that cool? With us. With her our, and her Captain Evil shirt. pictures. And it's just so cool. I have lost weight, guys. I don't know why you got me an XL. Can't, yeah. can't wear. I'll be swimming in this thing. I'll look like um, like I had a one-night stand. And uh, you won't even see my shorts. So thank you so much, guys. We That's cute, the way it has all the Instagram comments yeah. on the bottom of it. I was trying to read them as you were holding it up. It's really, really awesome. But we love when you guys um, do really fun and cool stuff um, like that. But we will kick off the podcast talking about this weekend. This weekend was awesome, man. I, You know... I have been talking about the idea that I don't want to be on the road away from my family, right? You know, if mm -hmm. I could do Friday, Saturday, that would be awesome. Yeah. So this weekend was the first weekend where we successfully got me to work Friday and Saturday. And you were home early on Sunday. It was awesome. You were home by like 11 on Sunday, right? Oh, man. It, you know, that's perfect for me. I, I left at noon Friday I was able to kiss my babies in the morning. I was able to give Garrett a hug and a kiss, my daughter a hug yeah. and a kiss. I was able to hang out with you for the first part of the morning and then head off to work. So Friday, it doesn't I think you might have even mowed the lawn that morning, right? Because you were like, it's going to rain. Oh, yeah, I did. I cut the yard. <laughs> cut the um, yard before you Cut the yard and, and weeded it and cleaned up and did all the things that I am supposed to do. Oh. And um, But it was cool then. So i got to tell you this story, too. I told your dad, and he was dying laughing. Right. So where was the show Friday? Washington, Illinois. Yes. Okay, which is very close to um, Peoria, Illinois. Again, nice people, beautiful people. Um, before we tell you the funny story, this what is it close to? Peoria. I don't. I don't know where that is. It's it. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> is there an airport in Peoria? Yes. Okay. It's a baby airport. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I flew into Peoria. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, but we did sell out, which is awesome and exciting. Yeah. And a woman, and, and gosh, I hope I don't mess it up, but I think her name was um, Joan, Joan or Jane, Jane, Joan. She comes up to me, and it's a small town, Washington, you know, Peoria, and then Washington, Illinois is... The suburb of a suburb, right? Uh -huh. So it's a small town. Um, but she comes up to me and she says, you know, she says, I have this um, foundation called the Brown Foundation, right? Which was hilarious because when she saw Dave and me, she was like, uh, it's called <laughs> Not the, that kind of brown? Yeah, the Brown <laughs> Someone's Foundation. Someone's last name is Brown? Turns out her husband ended up getting a rare form of brain cancer and within a year passed away. Like, by the time they found out, there is no cure. It's one in 13,000 or 130,000 cancer. And, you know, every time she would talk about it, she would break up a little bit. Yeah. And she goes, I'd really like to, to you know, talk about my foundation today and, and possibly, you know, raise a little money today at your show. And I said, of course. Like... 1,000%, you know, please do whatever you got to do, right? Yeah. So she goes up there and she does her thing and she talks about the cancer and how she wants to do, not only does she want to do research, she wants to give a scholarship to the families of people, 
you know, like that, right? Mm -hmm. So she does her thing, and I don't know, she raises two, three hundred bucks. Um, and now, you know, in my writer, because I have to have a writer for uh -huh. all the things I want in my green room, because there is no bar. I don't, I don't ask for things at comedy clubs because they have a full bar and a full restaurant, and I'll just order it. I don't, right. I don't need stuff in my, my um, green room. However, there are a lot of comedians that insist that they have sushi in the back. You know, and that's yeah. just not me, right? But now I have a writer and I get, they bring me a bottle of Crown, which is for me. Uh -huh. They bring a bottle of vodka for my guests who like to drink vodka. And they bring me a 12-pack of Dos Equis so that if I have people back, I can offer a drink. Something, right? yeah. We didn't touch um, the vodka that night. And, uh, you know, I asked Dave for a drink and Dave brought the whole bottle at the end of the show he brought the whole bottle i made myself a drink and and boom i was like whoa why don't i raise money for this woman because her story really touched me yeah you know and they had been together for 25 years 20 plus years her husband was a a a huge member of the community he coached um basketball there he was just a really really good man and 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 watching her tear up talking about losing her husband yeah just made me feel like oh my gosh like i cannot imagine losing my wife i cannot imagine you know one day everything's normal everything's fine right and then all of a sudden she said that his speech was slurring he started to his he couldn't control his his mouth you know and they just they went in and mri and boom he's got this cancer and then very shortly after that he's gone yeah like i couldn't even imagine so yeah I took the bottle, I took uh, the bottles, I took all the merchandise that I normally give out to the crowd, and I go, I'm gonna auction this off. You will get to come backstage, I will sell you the bottles, I will sell you the merch, we'll come backstage, we'll take a picture together, right? I go, I'm starting the bid off at $100. Somebody got $100, then somebody was like $100, then somebody was like 200, and then this woman stands up and she goes, 2,000, 2,000, and I said, sold, right? Uh-huh. So we sold it for $2,000. Amazing. Amazing. Well, the the Brown Joanne or jo Joan, I felt horrible that I, Jody, I felt horrible that I'm not remembering her yeah. name. Um, she had left. So now we're calling her. She left before the end of the show? She left before the end of the show. So we're calling her going, get your butt over here. Uh -huh. Steve just raised $2,000 for your foundation. Get over here. Right? Uh -huh. So... By the time she gets back, me and the people that, by the way, the couple was a, a Texas couple that has retired in the, from the military. Both of them retired uh -huh. from the military, met in the military, you know, huge fans, you know, follow us, love us. I got them backstage. I got their friends backstage. We're all, and they didn't care, man. They were like, let's drink. And we ended up having drinks together as we sat down. Uh -huh. she, she walks in and she's like, what's going on? Uh-huh. And I go, well, we just raised you $2,000. She was like, what? What happened? I go, well, I, I auctioned off these bottles and, you know, and the whole staff came out. Yeah. And the whole staff. So then she starts to cry. Yeah. And then we all start to cry. <laughs> and then Timmy comes after selling merch. Uh -huh. And he goes, hey, here's 900 more dollars that everybody gave tonight. So we were able at to the raise merch table. at the merch table. Wow. We raised $2,900 for her. And oh my gosh. Like, 
just she started crying and you know she how was wonderful like, i'm so bummed she missed it i'm bummed for her that she missed it to like see it happen but how wonderful but she got it yeah you know and it was funny because um and, and i you know i find that this happens quite a bit at my shows where where people and, and comedy does that to you too you're sitting down you're drinking you're having a great time and before you know it you are wasted Right, yeah. because you're not thinking about it. You're drinking. You're it's having like a good an time. emotional release right. too, especially if you're like <laughs> so, tightly wound type A, like me. It's such an so emotional she release totally to laugh. Totally got a little too drunk. The girl, oh, that's the why girl she that gave out. the two thousand dollars. No, the girl that gave oh, us the two thousand oh. dollars, right? And she was like so, so loud and like, Steve, you look tired. Your eyes just look puffy. I said, well, that's how I'm built. I, I have puffy eyes. I have bad allergies. You need to sleep. And then her husband's like, I mean, I, you know. He, you know <laughs> but it is true. You do need to sleep. He was like, babe, babe. Like, you know, she's like, no. I'm going to call Renee right now. And I'm going to tell Renee that Steve needs to sleep. Right? And she was super sweet, but she was, you know, obviously I had a little too much to drink. Uh-huh. And then the best part, we're all hanging out. It's, it was a very emotional night. And she's still, you know what, Steve? Go straight home. Go to bed, right? And she wouldn't stop. And I always find it funny that, like, when a wife gets like that, the, the husband hu- just is patient and yeah. quiet and takes The husband's care of always her. like, well, yeah. You know, um, you know, I, I can't do anything about it. You know. You know. Yeah. When a husband gets belligerent drunk like that and it's annoying, she will leave. <laughs> not only, she will leave and be like, get in the fucking car. Oh, yeah. Let's we are go. Done. We are done. You're uh-huh. embarrassing me. Like, it's a problem. Yes. She's drunk and the husband's literally like, ah. No, you you flip no. a switch, you will be totally fine, and then all of a sudden you start to slur your speech, and I'm like, uh-uh, okay, it's go time when you start to slur. Well, I mean, I drank two bottles of Crown <laughs> at that point, but um, but then the best part is, so she's like, yeah, man, asleep, and then she slowly starts to slide out of her chair. What do you mean slide out of her like, chair? Like to the side, like she's falling uh-huh. out of her chair, like holding on, and it was so slow motion that nobody got up to help her. Cause everybody's like, she's not falling. Oh, that's me. <laughs> like, no one got up to well, help her. We didn't think she was falling. We're like, no way. She's like, it was all happening. She's got it. Like she's yeah, got she, it under she's control. Got it. And she just slowly slipped onto the floor. <laughs> like she didn't fall to the floor. She just kind of like <laughs> melted. <laughs> Looking for the bed. Like, yeah, where's, dude, where's it was the, the bed? Shit. And, and the she goes, uh, she's like, we're like, and then he's like, honey, you're drunk. Goes, I'm not drunk. And it's like, you're sitting now on the floor, right? Um, but they did donate, and and I just want to tell them thank you so very much. And we had a wonderful time with them. And and I I, I don't want you to be embarrassed because I did I did not find it embarrassing at all. I I really enjoyed hanging out with them. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching her. Then have and a good time. Have a great time. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, you wonder, you know, you wonder if, if, you know, who knows, man? I mean, like us, life gets busy. So many people come to the show and say, this is our first day night out in forever. Yeah. Right. So it was just a beautiful night. And then here's the funny part. So uh, wait, wait. So was the woman a fan? The, no. the woman who was raising the money? No. Or how did she come to the show? How did that the, happen? The venue told her that she could. The venue told her it's a small community, and and you know when I mentioned her husband, uh-huh. 
a lot of people clapped. In the audience knew In him. the audience. A lot oh. of people knew him. Um, so I just felt, you know, I'm always just trying to find ways, yeah. right? You know, and, and do cool stuff. And it was just a, an opportunity that I saw that I thought, hey, maybe I'll raise her 500 bucks. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to raise her 29. That's awesome. You were going to say you something. Know? You were going to say the funniest part of the night. Oh, so anyway, of course, we got to find a casino, right? <laughs> so me, Dave, and Timmy. And, and again, ladies and gentlemen, there is no excuse to get a DUI. There is no excuse. There are Ubers, and I always Uber if we're going to drink. And, yeah. if, and, and the guys know if we're going to have to drive the car, somebody's driving and somebody will be sober. Yeah. There is no excuse to get a DUI. So anyway, we go, okay, well, and, and the, the, the casino wasn't even that far. I was going to say, how far is the casino from the venue? I can tell you exactly. Three-fourths of a mile. <laughs> so you couldn't find an Uber to get you three-fourths of a mile. Well, no, we found the Uber to get us there. Uh-huh. We're drinking. We're having a good time. We're at the casino. And then we can't get an Uber at the end of the night. To get back to, to the hotel. Back. So we're in this casino. The parking lot's huge. And Dave's like, that way. I got my thing out. It's that way, right? So we start walking. Wait, you couldn't get an Uber or you couldn't find your Uber? Which we couldn't right? find an Uber. No, no, no. We couldn't get an Uber at all. Okay. We, we were okay. trying to order I one. I thought you meant the Uber's there. You right? just can't find it. So he's like, the hotel's right there. We'll just go through the parking lot, right? The parking lot's fucking huge. Yeah. We go through the parking lot. Well, now in front of us is a bush that goes... <laughs> For 500 yards, like the bush is long, the whole distance of the the um, parking lot, right? Uh-huh. And in order to now go around, it's like, oh crap! Now we got to walk all the way around these How bushes. How thick is this bush? It's thick, but it's not high, so you can see over it. Well, kind of, like I, you know, I'm <laughs> on sure. your tiptoes. Uh, yeah. I'm working my calves out. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking over the bush, right? And then, and then Timmy goes, "Fuck it." Let's go through the bush, right? And I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's Timmy go has through. experience with yeah, bushes. Yeah. I go, fuck it. Let's go through the bush, right? And of course, Dave. Dave's so tender. He's a little baby, right? <laughs> he's so soft. Uh, the tallest of the bunch is yeah. the tenderest. Oh, my God. he's very, He was like, I don't want to go through the bush, right? <laughs> and me and Timmy are like, you fucking, come on, dude. Go through the bush. It's a six-foot drop down. We had no idea. The bushes were in a freaking ditch <laughs> me and timmy go straight down into the mud i hope jay was laughing at your asses dude it is muddy it is wet right and i'm so embarrassed dude i'm all wet and muddy and i'm like fuck this shit right now you're never getting a ride so, home dude i jump out as fast as i can right i mean it's like the wall's like right here to me and i'm like fuck this dude. i get out Covered in the mud. The wall? I thought there was a bush and a ditch. Yes. So where's the wall? The wall is a ditch. It's like this. Like a like a ditch. Oh, okay. There's a wall, uh-huh. bushes, but the wall goes down, right? We don't see it. We just go in, dude. So I get out, right? I get out. I'm fucking soaking wet. I'm muddy. And Dave, Gross. Is, Dave is losing it, right? He's laughing so hard, right? <laughs> And Timmy can't get out, dude. Timmy's so drunk, he can't get out of the bushes. And we're over there, come on, Tim, let's go. He's like, I'm trying to get out, damn it. And he would get up and slip and fall. And, and by the way, he's like in the middle of the bushes. I don't know how he, because he kept trying to go. Like, he was like. He was committed to he the was through committed tactic. To, we're going through. Got it. Right? So I'm soaking wet. We finally get Timmy out. 
Timmy's covered in mud. Timmy's all scratched up. His shirt's wide open, right? And, and finally, we get an Uber to show up. Oh, they're not going to pick your muddy ass up in their well, clean the Uber, car? The Uber shows up and sees us, and he's like, oh, no. He's you like, got to hose you down. And I go, buddy, I go, well, you got to get us home. I go, I go, I'll give you $100, right? And he's like, all right, $100, cash money right now. Let's go. I got to walk back into the casino. To the ATM? To the ATM. <laughs> I'm covered in mud. I'm all wet. I go back in the casino. I'm surprised they didn't escort you out of the casino looking like that. Thank God I'm not more famous. And thank God it was that late because that shit would have been on TMZ. Comedian Steve Trevino, wet and muddy, looking Found homeless. In the bush. Oh my God, it was so funny. And, and by the way, on a guy week- was his car a disaster on a weekend i don't take another pair of jeans oh that's right i always it's wear just two nights you wear the same two, pair i wear of the jeans. same pair of jeans two nights i'm done well that's what right? i was wondering is like your clothes came home and they weren't covered none of your clothes were covered in I mud threw them in the wash as soon as i got here I, sh- <laughs> I showed your dad dude your dad was like what the fuck right? so you had to wear those pants on night two no i ended up remember i couldn't find those pants before you left, you couldn't find the pants. So you ended up with two pairs of two pants in your suitcase this weekend? Yep. There is a God. <laughs> Things happen he for a reason. you were going to go to a casino and he end did. up in a ditch, buddy. <laughs> it was the funniest shit, dude. So that finishes off that night. We wake up in the morning. We now have to drive. Or the afternoon. No, no the why? morning. You had to wake up early. I had to wake up early because, well, I didn't even realize, you know, and that's the thing about this tour you know, it has been a, a complete blessing, but it's also been somewhat of a... a um, it's a grueling schedule. That's what it is. It's a well, grueling schedule. Well, we're adding schedule. shows. And it's a test of endurance. It's tough, man. And and now I have to drive nine hours to Wichita. Yeah. To get to Wichita. So I'm in the car for the next nine hours. And we literally... I didn't realize it was nine. I thought it was like seven. So by the time I get to Wichita, it is time to shower. You know, Felix hits me up. Hey, man, let's do dinner. Uh, Dugat's there. Dugat hit yeah. me up. Let's do dinner. Did right? you even catch up with anyone, or were you? Just I just so said, white? "Hey, meet me at the show." Yeah, meet me at the show, right? And again, we—I have no idea what this show is going to be like. I am the first comedy show at a botanical garden. Yeah. Which, by the way, Wichita is a beautiful little town. Be- I mean, clean. Yeah. Nice. Is a real town. You know, I, I don't want to bring about I it. I did it with you like years, years ago. ago. Garrett was little. There was a really old. Um, there was a really cool old hotel off of like, there's a center, there's a square sort of there in the center that had an awesome children's museum. Um, it was cool. There was a great little, we, to, we I, took Garrett to a I candy just, shop. There was this amazing candy shop. I don't want to ruin it for the Wichita people. Because it's still so quaint and it's small. It's so quaint and, and nice and small. And, and, you know, if I brag about it, people are looking to leave certain states. And they're yeah. going to go, well, I'll go and ruin that state, uh, that, that town too. Um, <laughs> so I don't want to brag about it too much. But, oh, my gosh, dude. I mean, beautiful little town. Yeah. I get there. The staff is absolutely amazing. I get picked up in a golf cart because my green room it's not even a green room. It's like Oh, well, it's a botanical it's a garden. Mechan- they wouldn't have a green room. But it was so be- like this garden's no joke, man. It's big and it's beautiful and she's taking me through all this lit up area in the back uh-huh. and we end up in this little um barn type of a, a deal, you know. 
um, and hang out there. Then Felix shows up, Dugat shows up. The crowd was, um, I had no idea what to expect. Well, I don't think anyone, like when we were promoting it, we were like, how do we let people kind of know what this is? Because you bring your own chair, you sit in a lawn. Well, it was funny because there were several people that didn't bring a chair. They just brought a little blanket to sit on because they thought, oh, everybody's going to sit in the lawn on blankets. Oh, no, and then they can't see. So now they can't see, right? And by the way, just like my joke, as Uh I'm pulling through, you see everybody coming in. All the men are like carrying yeah. all the fucking chairs. The <laughs> women just have a little bag. <laughs> the men are carrying everything. Poor <laughs> bastards. Right. Um, but I got to tell you, man. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. Uh, the pictures, the stage looked amazing. I mean, we and did. And the lawn, like the lawn looked We did really cool. almost 2,000 tickets. So you look out on this lawn and it, and, it, and it's perfect because it curves up just like an amphitheater. Uh-huh. It was just, man, a really special show. Other than the fact that I probably ate 15 bugs while I was on stage, <laughs> right? Because the bugs are just all around me because I'm the one in lights, right? Uh. Uh, so at the end of the show, Dugat was laughing because I, I breathed. You had some in your teeth? Well, I breathed in and it hit the back of my throat. And I'm like, <laughs> right? Um, but man beautiful situation we wrap it up go back to the green room and all this we know that it was coming but this storm hits and it is a straight up kansas city storm i mean they get um tornadoes, tornadoes. right and, then, and by the way dugat and his wife danielle he's like we were here in may here's a picture from our hotel of a tornado from their hotel in may they have a picture of a tornado that's probably a mile away. So, I mean, it is like fucking coming down. Wow. And the staff uh-huh. has to get all the tents in. All, I mean, they are... Oh, they've sh- got to shut down the show. And, 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 and I hate that I forgot her name, but this girl worked so stinking hard. She would come in and check on us. And when I tell you, she was soaking wet. Soaking wet from working out in that storm. And I kept saying, sit down, have a drink, relax. She's like, I can't. She's like, I cannot leave my staff. I gotta help them. We ha- they we're losing tents. Tents are being blown around. She's like, we gotta get out there. Oh and I gosh. just like, you go, wow, man, what a committed staff. Yeah. You know, and she was just, and, and, and that that is a leader, right? That yeah. is somebody, she's the boss. And she is out there with her staff, soaking wet, helping all that she can. Yeah. You know, and it was just, the, the botanical garden was just beautiful. Were people, awesome. was the audience able to kind of clear out before the storm perfectly, started? Or? Perfectly. Yeah. Like we finished, and I mean, basically we kind of, they were tracking it. Uh-huh. So they were like, if you get off at this time, oh, right. that gives everybody 20 minutes to get to off get the home. lawn, okay. right? So. So you knew going in. I knew going in, you know. And, and people kind of knew showing up. Well, like, I, I think that that also might have hurt my walk-up. Yeah. You know, I think that, that ticket sales kind of stalled day of because people were looking at the weather. Yeah. You know, but we pulled it off. And well, and because the storm was coming, everything had cooled down. Uh, so it really oh, was, yeah, I didn't think about that. So it really was a perfect situation where... To be outside and enjoy a show, it, it was had cool. cooled down. There was a little breeze coming through. Yeah. You know, and, and it just... I, I hope... 
I hope everybody in Wichita enjoyed the show the way I did. I loved it. Now, the, 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 the crummy part, I was not able to do meet and greet at all. Because of the storm? Well, because of the storm and because there was nowhere to bring them back to. Oh, right. It's just yeah. like all Wide open. open. There's and not a sort of section. There's not a room or a yeah. section. But I just, I really, really loved the show. I loved the garden. I loved... We didn't know what to expect. We were, I know, like at home, we were talking about it. We were a little apprehensive going into it. Like, but no one's I, ever done comedy there. The community in Illinois, the way they came out to support that woman, and the way that the staff, you could tell they were all friends. You could tell they all liked working there. You could tell, and, and the same with the botanical gardens, right? When, when you go somewhere and you can tell that, that management's good. Yeah. Right. You know, I always say that, man. I, you know, the attitude comes. It comes from the starts top. Starts at the top. Yeah. You know, it starts at the top. I have been on on TV show sets. I have been on um, movie sets. I've been on. Um, I've worked for people where, you know, the you were afraid of the manager. You can tell when people are walking around on eggshells. Yeah, you, you could tell. You read that, that vibe real quick. They're walking around on eggshells. They're yeah. not happy to be there. They're they're somewhat uncomfortable and and. Again, I try to, in my life, you know, I know that I am the leader of this ship that we're, we're on right now. I, I try my very best that when we film a special, that everybody feels comfortable and appreciated and wanted. And, right. and every time we film a special, we have a lot of fun. Well, especially since Rick and, and his team have gotten on board. Yeah. But, but I think Rick has the same attitude. Um, I, Rick, you've been, a, you've been a boss for a long time. How do you approach it? Oh, just tyrant. You gotta yell at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, now that you say that, Rick, I have never, ever heard you raise your voice. Um, I wish my kids could say that. Well, no, I was gonna say, but like, I've never even seen you raise your, I, we don't spend a ton of time with your children, but I've never even seen you raise your voice at your children. Like, I've literally never seen Rick raise his voice. Well, I'm interested. I wouldn't because, know what that sounds like. Because I have been on other tapings and I have been on other sets around other crews, and I have been in situations where it is uncomfortable. You know, when the director or producer comes around, uh, talent gets uncomfortable, they get scared, you know. Um, but I've also only been on my sets where, you know, I think, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we have a very good atmosphere when we film a special. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And like you, you've always been a big advocate of staying in lanes. Everyone that we work with knows what they're doing and are really good across the board. Well, that's such a key thing too, is staying in your lane. I have learned that, right? I have learned that. If you're gonna have people around you, you need to trust those people that they are good enough to do their job. And you, number one, you don't have to micromanage. Number two, yeah. the, number two, you you know that they're gonna deliver quality, right? So everybody gives a shit. Everybody gives a shit. And <clears throat> but have you been on sets before that are just freaking nightmares? Oh, both both sides of it, where I've had talent who are nightmare, and then I've had you know crew members who are nightmares and stuff yeah it's the way it, it, it ruins the day when you're trying to be creative it's, it's hard oh i've been on a, i don't want to say the brand but i've been on a commercial shoot that was i mean the client was so nitpicky and unhappy it sucked all the creativity out of the room 
everyone was like, okay, let's just get through this day. So they stopped putting in creative input and they stopped caring. They were like, whatever we have to do to appease this client. To get that person to Yeah, the, all the actors, all, I mean, any of the crew in the production, what, you want this here? Okay, that's there, peace out, you know? like. But, but I've also noticed, Rick, that, that I don't have to get very upset to get results. Because my set is fun, because we're very appreciative because we are very positive. If I if I if I if I am if, if I raise my voice just a little or I I I bring a concern up, then my concern is taken very seriously. Yeah. And I think that if you're somebody that's constantly bitching and constantly complaining and constantly yelling, your, your complaints it's like what's the point? Right. Like I don't. This guy's never going to be happy. You anyway. pick and choose. You let a lot of things go, and you you decide what's really worth fighting worth, for. Yeah. yeah. But do you find that to be true too, Rick? That when you're on set, that it's 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 not worth you know huffing and puffing and yelling all the time. Yeah, I've never gotten yelled at and wanted to work harder, so I treat people the same way. Like if you get people who are doing their jobs, and 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 the other thing too is like we've been together for so long. Even you and I, you know, we started 20 years ago, and then working together kind of with the filming two, three, four years ago, four, four or five years. So we, we now know each other's kind of cadence and my crew knows our cadence. I think, I think that, that your team thinks I'm too relaxed. <laughs> you know, there's times that they come backstage and they're like, Steve, you want us to clear the 30 people that are back here so you can prepare to film? And I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck. What was it the other day? We were just talking about something. We were talking about, I think it was your next special or something like that. And you're like, well, we need to do this. And they're like, oh, hold on. I got to go on. And you just left. <laughs> it's like, wait, you were talking to me right before you went on stage? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it, but, but, you know, I, and I've had that before in the past where, you know, I filmed this, my first special that I filmed on my own, the producers were like, nobody in his green room and make sure nobody talks to him and he needs you know, an hour alone. And I'm like, I don't like being alone. Right. And, and to me, what I do is fun and it's exciting. And I like that people come and you, share. You are actually the opposite and that you need the energy. That quiet time alone does not serve you in any way. The, I, the people, the, that the, energy, you need that before the show. The only time that I need is when, like if I've been up, you know, like like in like when we did Disney, right? Mm-hmm. Friday, we woke up seven o'clock in the morning, went to Disney, spent the whole day at Disney, and that's the only time. And I've told you, you know, before where I'm like, I just need one hour. I need to lay in the bed, yeah, and do nothing for one hour and because just kind of recharge. I, it's my it's my break, right? I need a, I do need a break because I've already gone eight hours at Disney, and I'm about to go eight hours doing two shows tonight. Yeah. I just need one hour of, can I just chill? And, I, and it's not even uh, sleep time or nap time. Right. I just need to not move. Yeah. You know, screw off on my phone. Yeah. Maybe watch Sports Center. Just chill. Yeah. That's the only time. And then I, you shower like, and you're ready to go again. Yeah. I feel like the only thing you really, you do enjoy if there is time carved out for you to sit and have a good meal. I like and having- And not too heavy because you're going to go on stage, but just like have an actual- I do like having a, a, a nice dinner with my family. I mean, the only thing that sucks is it's super early. Right? Yeah. It's always because I have a show. We're having dinner at 5 o'clock. Yeah, we usually have a dinner at 5, 5.30. Which Sometimes works for six. Delilah. Yeah, yeah, which works for our baby girl. Um, but, yeah, then, uh, you know, I started thinking about 
us going to Miami. And I'm like, well, what do we want to do in Miami with the kids? I don't know. Well, the thing is, the club is actually in Doral. And there's a whole little shopping center there with like an indoor play place, which the kids will love. Um, but Miami proper. It's also going to be raining because last time we did Miami, remember? Or no, we didn't do Miami. We did, Oh, there um, was one year we were there and a hurricane was coming through. And we debated you staying and me and Garrett flying home because the parents were calling freaking out. Why did you not, take the kids to a place where there's a hurricane? Out. What's the other one called? Um, Dania Point. Dania Point. When the first time we did Dania Point, it's like we didn't we didn't get to leave the hotel room. I don't remember. It was remember. that bad. So I, I hope that doesn't happen in Miami where it's just so wet and rainy. Their children's museum is amazing. I think they have an amazing zoo that we've never done because it's always hurricane season and raining when we go. But they've got great art museums too. Maybe we take the kids to an art museum. That would be fun. That'd Your be fun. mama might like that. Yep, Miss Dora is. Um, we miss Miss Dora. We got. Yeah. She called me yesterday, and I, I haven't had a chance. To, she's so uh, much fun. She's the best, you know. And and I've been, I've been so lucky to to really uh, get a really close relationship with her lately. And yeah, she's just so much fun. And and you and her get along. She loves to eat and drink, so she'll be happy just to like go but out and have good meals and a fancy cocktail. I was happy fun that drink. I got home Sunday and your parents stayed. Usually I get home and they're like, oh, Steve, we're already leaving. Like, uh, uh, well, uh, no, because by the time you get home, they want to hit the road and they don't want to be driving in the dark. And I think I think a couple times ago, like dad started to nod off on the road it and mom. it scared. Yeah. yeah, scared them both a little. But, yeah, but it is cool. I mean, they are they are finally, I think, you know, getting to the point where they do want to retire. But, you know, I, I think about that and I think, man, God, it's got to be a weird feeling. Right. To go, okay, I've made enough money, I've worked hard, I'm tired. Yeah. I want to retire, but now what? Yeah, they both love their jobs and they love people and stand up is not going to wear me out, right? I can yeah. I can do stand up. Don Rickles did it till he was in his late eighties. Yeah. You know, and I can do stand up. I mean but their yeah. their jobs take a toll on their, their bodies. Jobs take a My toll mom's on their a hairdresser. Bodies. She's on her feet all day long. But you talk to your mom and she's like, God, but I like the the I like the social aspect of my job because yeah. she's a hairdresser and she's like, I love my clients and I love talking to them and I love you know all the people around the the, the beauty shop and yeah. you know so I, I just you know we want to push them to retire so they can spend more time with us and their grandkids, but. But I also sympathize with them, and, and I understand the feeling of like selling your home. Like I, I couldn't imagine. You know, we love this home, and and, and yeah. this is a and dream. And they for, built that one. Right. That that was their dream home. They built that home. And having to go, okay, well, and then that's the other thing too is that as time goes on, you know, we have our own family. Raymond has his own family. Rebecca's in Japan. Yeah. Right. My sister has her own family and her own husband, and and. My older sister has her own family and her oldest daughter's in Japan. And, and we just, you know, there was a time where your parents' house was the gathering point. For everyone. For yeah. everybody. Everybody yeah. goes, we're going home. We're going to yes. do Thanksgiving, Christmas. For all the grandparents, for all the aunts and uncles. Yeah. So now there's been a, a changing of the guard, right? Where, yeah. hey, everybody comes to us. Yeah. You know what? It's no. funny. You said there's a changing of the guard because I was thinking I was like the year I was pregnant, the Thanksgiving, I was like super pregnant with Delilah because she was born the weekend after Thanksgiving. 
mom came in and like cooked everything you know it was like just be in your home because the next day you're giving birth to a baby but um i think i really need to learn how to cook <laughs> like actual i this I podcast think... is amazing we're well, coming no, up with all kinds of good shit because we, we talked about the time i forgot to pick up the turkey we ordered one thanksgiving and had to like figure out how to make one but um i just feel like sorry i have like boogers running out of my nose i think i like need to learn how to make all of it but i also think that that is a good opportunity you know as the guard changes is is those are the times you get to spend with your parents that's those that's the mom time you get to where you go hey mom this year can you come and can i can i do it with you yeah can you show me yeah right hey miss dora you're the last one that knows how to make tamales. Oh, that right? is hard work. It is hard work. That's hard work. But I think it's a really cool opportunity to have those moments with your family because life is short and, and you go, man, you know, we're not going to be around forever, number yeah. one. And, and our parents are going to, uh, you know, the way God works is they're going to go first and then us. But, you know, it is a good moment of like, hey, there is a changing of the guard and there is a, oh, wow, we're responsible now yeah to to have and you know your parents were the house i always feel like in every family there's the the more successful relative uh-huh. everybody goes well we're going to your house right because your house is fucking awesome yeah. right and and we have become the well let's go to we're going to Trevino's, right we're going to steve's you know so yeah. it, i mean it's exciting for me and 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 i think that's the hardest part for a father and son that's what i have really seen is that you know, my dad still wants to be the old silverback, right? The my, old silverback? What is that a reference the, the, to? The I gorilla, don't know. Right? Oh, he okay. want, he's the leader of the tribe, and he has a hard time giving that up to me. Yeah. You know, he, he really struggles with how am I not in charge right now? You know, he'll say things like, Steve, don't tell me what to do. I tell Steve what to do. I mean, he'll tell my family that, you know. Yeah. When I talk, Steve listens. And if I tell Steve to do something, he better fucking do it, you know? And it's like, dude, chill out. Yeah. You know, and I think your dad has, has trouble uh, with, with his son on the, the changing of the guard, right? And, yeah. and being able to, and that's something that hopefully um, that I can, I, again, I always watch people, I always learn from people so that. Some people are much better at that than, than others. And I, I mean, I can't help but wonder, is it, a, is it also a cultural thing? Is it a machismo thing, you know? No, I, I, I mean, yes and no, but I also think it's a, a certain kind of alpha dad, man, right? Yeah. But, but I do see, you know, um, relationships, you know, God rest his soul, uh, Vance Dawson. You know, Vance had a, a, a wonderful relationship with his son. And they would joke together and they would have fun together. But, but when Vance was on Bubba's ass, it was dad time. Yeah. You know, and, and he was still able to be dad. He was still able to, to be a guiding force in his son's life. But he was also still able to joke around and have fun and give his son responsibilities within the business. And, you know. Yeah. And, and Do I you just think wanna, he learned that from his father? May, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, right? You, you, you learn things from... You know, I, I learned things from watching a million different people, from asking questions and going, okay, yeah. what kind of relationship do I want with my son? And I have taken a very strong approach as to, I want my son to be able to do things on his own and I will let him do things on his own. You know, my dad was very, you know, when he got his first nice boat, you know, dad wouldn't let me back it up. You know, I was already in high school. 
Oh, Garrett's yeah. already run the ranger into Steve's truck, so I right. feel good because I'm not the only one denting the truck. <laughs> but Dad wouldn't let me reverse the the, the, the trailer in because he was afraid. But again, you look at it as I also understand my dad could not afford to fix that boat if I messed oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this. Right? Yeah. He was worried. Hey, man, this is my first boat. I paid a lot of money for this boat, and if Steve wrecks it. I can't afford to be fixing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so there is a a struggle there too. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I'm I, if Garrett wrecks my mule, you know, then I'll just I can get another one. I can fix it, and it's not that big of a deal. But when you got somebody like my dad who's on a budget, yeah, and didn't make crazy amounts of money, I could understand how he could be like, it's hey, stressful. That's stressful. stressful. Right? Yeah. Um, but I hope I hope that you know I think Gary and I have a really good relationship. Um, however, you know, even though I try very hard to have a good relationship with my son, you can tell that the things I say matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can tell that that if I if I say hey you know I like this or I don't like that, he's very hesitant to not like what I like. Right. Yeah. And I've had those conversations with him, and I said, look, son. I want you to like what you like. But you hope that that's the balance, right? Like you only play country music, even with just like music, you only play country music in the car when you have it. I play classic rock. I make sure to play play pop and piano and I'll even put on classical just so he hears different stuff when he's with me. I mean, you know, ultimately you have to realize that your kids are, are sponges and they're learning the most from zero to five. So you think about people who are playing horrible music in their car and the thunder rolls come on baby let's ring i wonder if they heard that i don't that know if they heard loud. that just big thunder um but but you you realize that you know you're raising your kids you're putting them in your car you're listening to terrible music that is bitch this and bitch that and n-word this and n-word that all that is getting soaked into them yeah right it's getting soaked into them if you are doing things at home in front of your kids, even from zero to five, that they are seeing, you are, they are learning that behavior r- from you. Oh, for sure. When Garrett does something so then, that I would say or do, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, I know where not. he got it from. I, we all know where he got his defensiveness from. <laughs> um, but I, all in all, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to call this next special, but. You know, I always think about what I've, I've really been in my head is that... Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that. I know, we got to figure out what we're going we're gonna to call it. But, you know, I've said it on stage before, and I, I, it won't leave my head. We try. That's it. We try. We try. We really, really try. It's not perfect, and we're not going to be perfect, and we're going to make mistakes. Yeah. But you know what? We try to be good parents. We try to be good husbands and wives to each other. Yeah. We try to be better today than we were yesterday. We care we, enough to try. We try. We care enough to try. You know. Yeah. So, what, what's going on with your eyes? I don't know. My like my nose was running. My well, it's because for the first water. time we've done the podcast with the uh, fan. The on. fan on. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's my eyes are watering. My nose watering. Um, but ultimately, we we're so happy that you guys go on this journey with us. We're so happy that that you guys care enough. Um, to comment, yes. To um, to go to the shows. So. Oh, I just want to say, like the. <laughs> Somebody did send me a message. They go, Steve, stop thanking us, and I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so grateful. I am so so grateful. I just want to say, please sign up for the email list on your website. 
we won't bombard people, but it's an easy way for them to know because all these shows are selling out so quickly so that the people who tune in every week, I want them to have the first opportunity to buy tickets when they go on sale. So sign up for that email. And list. when are we going to get Corey on the podcast? We're, we're, we're right now looking for another couple to join us on the podcast. Next week. They're coming. Oh, good. So yeah. Ne- next, next week. week they're coming. Um, and then I don't, I'm going to hit him up. We'll see my friend Goldberg. We'll, oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see if i don't want to bother him he's so busy but um i do want to ask bill and his wife to come on and, and yeah. i also want to explain to bill that that no offense i don't want to talk about you i want to talk about your relationship yeah i want to talk about your love story i want to talk about you know to your wife and ask her what does it take to be married to a uh wrestling superstar yeah you know and then i saw the documentary on him turns out that she had never seen him wrestle yeah that's crazy i mean she 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 ended up seeing him wrestle she knew he was a wrestler she knew who he was but she she they were on a movie set together she was not a part of his life during his wrestling days so i i just really want to get to know them and and their struggles and what they go through as as uh the goldbergs if yeah. you will you know um and then hopefully maybe Josh Abbott, you know, Josh and I. Josh and Taylor. Josh and Taylor. Hopefully yeah. we'll get them on. But we're really super excited to introduce to you um, a very, very special uh, couple to us. Yeah. Uh, somebody that also works with us. Um, Corey is an ex-Dallas Cowboy. He was Tony Romo's center. Um, me and him have long history. Yeah. He is and also. And Megan is no wallflower. She's a. Well, uh, She's a woman in her own right. But Corey is also uh, handles our life insurance. He also handles our investments. He's a very intelligent guy um, and very faith-based. Yeah. So I'm very, very excited um, for you guys to meet Corey and his wife so that we can get into their relationship. So thank you so much, guys. And until next time, we love you. We thank you. And please support the people who support us. Thank you. Thank you.